Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, flying solo. So, the Warriors took care of business against a bad San Antonio Spurs team in San Antonio, like we all hoped. 144-113. Previously, of course, the Warriors had lost three home games against uh, teams that were far less talented. So, you know, it's good to see them, like I said, take care of business and just basically steamroll a team like they should have. This was at the Alamo Dome. ESPN made a big deal of it being like the uh, largest crowd, paying crowd to go see an NBA basketball game, 60 plus thousand. Uh, So uh, that's cool, I guess. But at the end of the day, now that the second half of the season has started, the Warriors are 1-0 in these final 41 games. Now, if you missed it, go check it out. Aram, my buddy Aram in Toronto and I did uh, like an hour-long episode talking about, you know, the Warriors' first half of the season, what they need to do in the second half of the season. It was like a mid-season check-in, mid-season status report, and... You know, there's a lot of optimism, but there's also a lot of like, you know, apprehension. Optimism because who the Warriors have on the roster and what they've done in the past, but apprehension because they haven't been able to really, really string things together, put things together. Yes, guys have been hurt. Uh, yes, there have been some like strange things that have happened throughout the course of the first few months of the season, but that's where it stands, right? Now they are again at 521 and 21. And yeah, they look good. <laughs> they looked really, really good in this one. When you can roll out Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, Looney, and then bring in Andre Godala, who, you know, three games into his season looks solid, right? He can give you some minutes. And it looks like, you know, saving his body for this stretch run into the playoffs, hopefully, is going to be a smart move. So if you can bring in him, and then you can bring in Jordan Poole, and then you can bring in Dante DiVincenzo, those are some, for the most part, reliable dudes. I mean, they're all proven. They're all champions, right? We've been talking, of course, about how Jordan Poole has been inconsistent. But for the most part those guys you're like whoa okay (laughs) these guys on the court you feel good about them and then when you bring in a Jonathan Kaminga back into the fold who apparently practiced with the team so he's close he's out of the walking boot a few days ago and you know hopefully he can get back onto the court soon in these next couple of games that is a pretty solid rotation they're missing you know like a really, really big dude. But as I've said throughout the season, like I think Wiseman could give you those minutes. And if not, then we'll see what happens as the trade deadline approaches or the buyout market. We talked about that, Aram and I. Uh, So again, check out that episode. In this one, you know, the Warriors, they just looked like they were clicking a lot more, a lot better than they were against the Suns. Uh, the Suns game, I mean, in any given year, when the Warriors are the regular Warriors and healthy and all that stuff, the Suns game is one of those you flush it games, right? But, you know, you're kind of flushing it 
a little bit as you see them play a little bit better. It looks like guys are in more of a rhythm. The guys who just came back, Wiggins, Steph. Steph, fortunately, he only played 23 minutes, which is great. Uh, Six for 12 from the field, only two for seven from three. One free throw, 15 points, four boards, three assists. Great. You know, (laughs) he is able to put on a show for the Spurs fans. The Warriors can run away with a win. And then Steph gets a bunch of rest because instead of two days off between games, now they're going back to one day off. And on Sunday, they play the Bulls in Chicago, which is going to be a tougher matchup. So, you know, throughout this season, it's been like, oh, wow, the Warriors are back or the Warriors have figured it out or the Warriors are looking like the Warriors. And, you know, you can't take too much from uh, beating the Spurs, uh, you know, they're 13 and 30, right? But at least it's just one of those games where they can get into a flow a little bit more, right? It's not about like, yeah, they're world beaters now, but like they're building more chemistry. They're just getting more reps with each other on the court because that is kind of a thing, right? Iguodala hadn't played with a lot of these guys before. Um, Curry had been out, Wiggins had been out, and those are three important dudes, Uh you know, Iguodala, especially if he ends up staying healthy and can really, really contribute. And it's also good that a bunch of the other Warriors starters got some rest. Uh, Kevon Looney, 21 minutes. I mean, he doesn't really play much more than that anyway. Uh, like I said, Steph, 23, Clay, 23. Because after the Bulls game on Sunday, it's actually a quick turnaround back to back against the Wizards on Monday. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what kind of guys they throughout there. Uh, Ty Jerome did not get any run in this game. He was inactive. You see now that with the the two two-way guys, they're going to have to start figuring out how many games they have left to play because <laughs> uh, they're on the two-way contracts. So uh, he was not in uniform and luckily he wasn't hurt. He just was inactive and Moses Moody got some run. You know, talked a lot about Moses Moody. Again, a guy that I still think is going to be a very, very good NBA player. Uh, a YouTube commenter mentioned that Kerr said that, hey, uh, Moody is going to be a 15-year player, but just not in his second season. He's not going to get many minutes because there's just not many minutes to go around. And I've talked about that a lot too. But with Ty Jerome down, uh, Moses Moody got 18 minutes, four for seven from the field, two for five from three, uh, only two for four from the line, two boards, three assists, one steal, 12 points plus seven. That's solid. You know, I kind of joked around. I was like, oh, maybe they're showcasing him <laughs> uh, in front of the uh, Spurs brass because, uh, you know, to maybe uh, trade him at the trade deadline. And in general, you know, the Warriors, they just looked crisper out there overall. I mean, they still foul. <laughs> A ton. They had 26 fouls and they <laughs> were outshot at the free throw line. In terms of attempts, uh, the Spurs 25 of 34 and the Warriors just 16 of 20. So that works against a bad team like this. But again, that's something that they're going to have to figure out and really, really clean up uh, as the season goes, as they play better teams and you know, as they kind of get closer to the stretch run. And it's good to see Dante DiVincenzo uh, out there uh, performing on the national 
national stage. Apparently his NCAA title with Villanova was won in the Alamo Dome. So good for him against Jordan Poole's Michigan team. Uh, but, you know, DiVincenzo, 20 minutes, 7 for 17, only 4 of 12 from 3. But he made his first few, and I think he just kept jacking up shots in garbage time, and he kept missing. But, you know, he was he was solid, and, you know, he had a nice, very nice uh, fast break pass, threaded the needle. And, again, no disrespect to Gary Payton II or Otto Porter Jr., but, you know, I'm going to quote my buddy, Aaron in Toronto, who texted this to me earlier in the week, but did not say it on our midseason episode, which is, you know, with those guys, it's better to move on too early than too late. Right. And again, no disrespect to them or what they did and having them on this team, who they were last year would be great. But, you know, GP2, he's only played like what one or two games this season after missing the whole season until like maybe a week or two ago and auto Porter juniors after the season, you know? So those guys did have some injury histories and not to pile on, but it's like uh, for folks who are like, Oh, let's, let's get those guys back or let's, we should assign them. I mean, Hey, there's no way to say this exactly would have happened, but it's possible that there was a good chance it could have happened. You know what I mean? I mean, that's why we got Otto Porter Jr. so cheap last year, right? Last season was because he was trying to make good and he'd had an injury riddled career and was trying to kind of rebuild his valley, which he did, you know, and it was too rich for the Warriors' blood, but it looks like they kind of dodged that one. I mean, if you think about it, it's like if we had signed them and they were both hurt. Then you would get like the Twitterverse going off saying like, oh, this is a horrible idea. They shouldn't have I told you that they were uh, injury prone and that they shouldn't have signed them. So, you know, at the end of the day, you can't always win in the court of public opinion. But uh, for those folks, it's like, hey, Dante DiVincenzo, again, you're seeing him do things that Gary Payton II did not do for the Warriors last year and not saying he can't do them at all. But just, you know, running the offense a little more legitimately as a point guard and passing better, opening guys up a little bit more like that, um, hitting threes from all over Gary Payton second. Eventually, I mean, if you remember, he was kind of a liability. That was like the whole thing. He couldn't shoot until the beginning of last season, right? He started being able to become more dependable as a shooter. Uh, but DiVincenzo, he's shooting pretty solid. And again, may not have the wingspan or the explosiveness, but I mean, you've seen Dante DiVincenzo dunk, (laughs) you know, he does have athleticism and he is more than a willing uh, point of attack one-on-one defender. Uh, Sure. There'll be times where like, oh man, it'd be nice to have those guys back, but you know, it's uh, it doesn't all happen in a vacuum and it wouldn't be exactly the same as we've seen with those guys' injuries so far this season. 
The NFL playoff picture is locked in, and my go-to place for wildcard round action is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wildcard round this weekend. Just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action so good, why bet NFL playoffs anywhere else? I mean, if you know anything, you know to bet on Brock Purdy. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And also, I go back to the first part of the season when Dante DiVincenzo was hurt, right? I had said that it was kind of an underrated absence because he was a vet. Uh, a young vet, but a vet nonetheless, who was technically going to stabilize that second unit a little bit more, right? And I always figured that once he came back, he'd be able to take some pressure off of Jordan Poole as a ball handler, um, as a point guard, all that stuff. So, you know, it's nice to see them have some kind of like chemistry, you know, a little bit. And I think that's really, really important. And, you know, Poole played a decent game. 31 minutes, 8 for 16, 2 for 6 from 3, 7 for 8 from the line, 3 boards, 6 assists, plus 19, 25 points. You know, that's solid. And, you know, part of it is because the (laughs) Spurs aren't good. But also, it's like he is not the (laughs) featured guy on the court (laughs) right now, you know. And he's kind of been uh, moved back into his proper spot, his current proper spot as more of a high scoring role player. And someday he may be ready for, you know, to get the keys to the team and lead it and be the the main guy. But we know that he's not ready for that on the regular yet because we saw it <laughs> in, uh, in, at Chase Center in those last few games. So, you know, I think that you know, you're seeing a vision of what this team could be. Again, it's the Spurs, but everybody played the role that they were supposed to, right? They look good in that role. You know what I mean? And if they can continue to start just like packing these wins, right? Like I said, if they go one and two in these first three games before they go to Boston and Cleveland, then that's a bad sign. But right now they're one and oh, if they can get, to three and you know, uh, then that's that's very uh, promising because you know, they, they haven't done it on the road, and I think that this team whole is very very dangerous still, no matter what. Right, that's the optimism, you know. Seeing again, like seeing the starters, and then you bring in Iguodala, then you bring in Pool. Then DiVincenzo, and then you get Kaminga back in the mix and, you know, Lamb or Ty Jerome if you need to use them, hoping James Wiseman can give you some uh, reliable, mistake-free minutes. And, you know, you see a path. You see a path. And you can also have, like, Moses Moody come in if there's uh, somebody who's who's out for the night. You see a path to where this could go. So won't overreact to one game, but it was – very nice just to see this one, just see the ball go in and and uh, see the team click. Sometimes, you know, being at home is great, but sometimes you need to go out on the road and just kind of be with the team. And 
uh, fight through some, some wins and, uh, and build some more of that chemistry. And this is the thing, right? Because for some of these guys like Wiggins, like Iguodala, like Steph, who were just coming back from injury, it's like getting up to speed all over again. Right. And also uh shout out to clay, man, you know, like he looked good before Steph came back before Wiggins came back and he still looks good. Like I said, only 23 minutes, but seven for 10 from the field, two for three from three, three boards, four assists, plus 19, 16 points. That's awesome. That's fine. You know what I mean? That is great because if, I mean, this is what we were saying before the Warriors lost those three final home games. It was like, if Clay has found something, you know, in 2023 and he can bring that to a healthy Steph, a, a healthy Wiggins, bring that to the starting lineup, bring that to this team in general, then that's dangerous right there. So, you know, again, one game, but it's about building up and building forward. And it's about taking care of business, plain and simple. Like I've said that phrase a few times already, but that's where it stands right now. There's no more like messing around. Yes, they have some time, but if you want to flex and be serious, then, you know, you got to just go about your your business properly and beat the teams you should, and then give yourself a chance to beat, you know, some of the better teams when given the opportunity. That's, that's what I'm looking for. That's all I got for now. Like I said, if you did not listen to it, check out the uh, mid-season episode that I did with Aram in Toronto uh, on this feed or on this YouTube channel, wherever you check out this podcast. All right. That is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick E. Pino or at Oakland Warriors. Check out our YouTube channel where you can watch this episode, youtube.com slash Oakland Warriors. Check us out at oaklandwarriors.com and be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you want to leave us a nice review saying good stuff about the show on Apple Podcasts, that would be hugely, hugely appreciated and it would be very, very helpful. Thanks. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time and go Dubs. <laughs>